Blog Talk Radio. He became involved in the Atlantic slave trade. 
1748, a violent storm battered his vessel off the coast of Dungal Island so severely that he called out to God for mercy. This moment marked his spiritual conversions, but he continued slave trading until 1755, when he ended his seafaring altogether. He began studying Christian theology. Ordained in the Church of England in 1764, Newton became curate of only Brickenhamshire, where he began to write hymns with poet William Cower. Amazing Grace was written to illustrate a sermon on New Year's Day of 1773. It is unknown if there was any music accompanying those verses. It may have been chanted by the congregation. It debuted in print in 1779 in Newton and Cowers only hymns, but settled into relative obscurity in England. In the United States, Amazing Grace became a popular song used by the Baptist and Methodist preachers as part of the envelishing, having a hard time with that, especially in the South during the Second Great Awakening of the early 19th century. It has been associated with more than 20 melodies. In 1835, American composer William Walker set it to tune known as New Britain in a shape note format. This version most frequently sung today. The artist we selected and has so many recording of it is Alan Jackson. Alan Eugene Jackson, born October 17, 1958, is an American country singer and songwriter. <clears throat> he is known for honoring a traditional country music style and a penning, uh, penning of many of his own songs. Jackson has recorded 16 studio albums, three greatest hit albums, two Christmas albums, and two gospel albums. Jackson has sold over 80 million records with 66 titles on the Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart. Of the 66 titles and six featured singles, 38 have reached the top five and 35 have claimed the number one spot. Wow. Out of 15 titles to reach the Billboard Top Country Albums chart, nine have been certified multi-platinum. He is the recipient of the two Grammy Awards, 16 CMA Awards, 17 ACM Awards, and nominee of multiple other awards. He is a member of the Grand Ole Opry and was introduced or inducted into the Georgia Music Hall of Fame in 2001. He was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2017 by Loretta Lynn and into the National Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2018. And now the beautiful Amazing Grace by Mr. Alan Jackson. <clears throat>
on the Conference of Black Spiritual and White Gospel Song Traditions, informing the genre now known as Southern Gospel. Tillman was largely responsible for publishing the song into the repertoire of white audiences. It was first heard sung by American, African Americans and written down by Tillman when he was attended a camp meeting in Lexington, South Carolina in 1889. This artist we chose for this song is Miss Dolly Parton. Dolly Rebecca Parton, born January 19, 1946, is an American singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, recording producer, actress, author, businesswoman, and humanitarian, known part, primarily for her work in country music. She's a busy gal. <laughs> After achieving success as a songwriter for others, Parton made her album debut in 1967 with Hello, I'm Dolly. With speedy success during the remainder of the 60s, both as solo artist and with a series of duet albums with Porter Wagner. Her sales and chart peak and, and came, became during the 70s and continued into the 1980s. Parton's albums and the 1990s sold less but she achieved commercial success and in the new millennium uh, has released albums on various independent labels since 2000, including her own label, Dolly Records. Mr. Producer, how about giving me some of that old-time religion? <laughs> Bernard was a native of Youngstown, Ohio, but was reared in Iowa. 
After his conversion into the, into the Salvation Army meeting, he and his wife became brigade, brigade uh, leaders before leaving the organization for the Methodist Church. As a Methodist evangelist, Bernard wrote the first verse of the old rugged cross in Oblion, uh, in Oblion, Michigan, in the fall of 1912, as a response to ridicule that he had received as a re- uh, at a revival meeting. Here we go. Al Green, Andy Griffin, Ann Murray, Fred Paisley, Chet Atkins, John Berry, Floyd Kramer, George Jones, Eddie Arnold, Jim Reeves, Johnny Cash, and June Carter, Kevin Max, Mahala Jackson, Merle Haggard, Pat- Patsy Klein, Loretta, Yen, Loretta Lynn, Ray Price, Ricky Van Sheldon, Tennessee Ernie Ford, Rashawn Roland Kirk, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, the Oak Ridge Boys, the Statler Brothers, Vince Gill, Willie Nelson, Alan Jackson, George Beverly Shea, and John Pine. Did I leave anybody out? <laughs> uh, so you can see it was still a very popular yeah. song among contemporary artists. We like the version of the song recorded by George Beverly Shea, February 1st, 1909 through April 16th, 2013. He was a Canadian-born American gospel singer and hymn composer. Shea was often described as America's beloved gospel singer and was considered the first international singing star of the gospel world as a consequence of his solos at Billy Graham Crusades and his exposure on radio, records, and television. Because of the large audience at Graham's Crusades, it is estimated that Shea sang live before more people than anyone else in history. We hope you enjoy Shea's bass baritone voice with a song called The Old Rugged Cross. Wondrous 
attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left his glory above to Roots. 
We took gospel homilies, said Harold Reed, and put them over in country music. Now, Mr. Producer, how about let's hear some Statlers? Crusades. 
It was voted at the United Kingdom's favorite hymn by BBC's Song of Praise, How Great Thou Art, was ranked after second after Amazing Grace on a list of favorite hymns of all time in a survey by Christianity Today magazine in 2001. Today, Elvis Presley will perform this beautiful song for us. Elvis Aaron Presley, January 8, 1935, who uh, until August 16, 1977, also known as Elvis, was an American singer, musician, and actor, regarded as one of the most significant cultural icons of the 20th century. He is often referred to as the king of rock and roll, or simply the king. Elvis recorded many of old gospel hymns along with rock and roll songs during his lifetime. Let's hear this gifted music man sing gospel.
You know, uh, Don, the backup group uh, with Elvis the on that Ayers. rendition were the Jordanaires. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Stoker, Ray Walker, uh, Hoyt Hawkins, Neil Matthews, Hugh yep. Jarrett, Louis Nunley, and Colin Holt. I also Holt. read uh, somewhere uh, where Elvis had uh, alone time, which was very rare. He liked listening to gospel music. He said it relaxed yeah. him and put him in a good frame of mind. Interesting. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Just beautiful. Interesting. It really is, yeah. yeah. Well, as we advertised, <laughs> we like it. Uh, we had a little Eastern history to our old-time radio series, and today we have humor from some of the Eastern employees. Some quotes by Eastern people are taken from the book titled From the Captain to the Colonel, written by Robert Sterling. Here we go. Quote, go ahead and top the tanks, but don't show me carrying any more than 400 gallons. Unquote, that was uh, by Captain Dick Merrill, because that figure was below the DC-3 capacity, but it made legal takeoff with a full complement of passengers. And Merrill was one of the few pilots who could get unusually hard-nosed dispatchers <laughs> to go along with his uh, chicken chickenery. Chicanery. 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 Like Sean Connery. Captain Dick Merrill also uh, had a quote, Damn it, Eddie, I'm the only airline pilot around here, got a quote, because Merrill flew virtually every Eastern and Argo trip that came along, as well as special VIP flights, all on Rickenbacker's orders. A quote from uh, Floyd Hall, a friend of his and admirer, said, quote, You look at Floyd and you think you're seeing a William Powell type of guy, very fiducious, nonchalant, and easygoing. But when you, got, when you got to know him, he was more like a John Wayne or an occasional Wallace Berry. <laughs> he could talk about opera one minute and ream you out like a Marine drill instructor the next. <laughs> Now, here are some other quotes from the book From the Captain to the Colonel, written by Robert Sterling, and said of Captain Eddie Rickenbacker, and they are. Captain Eddie, when he was asked by a pilot at a meeting why Eastern had no stewardesses uh, when, when other airlines did, Captain Eddie replied, quote, because you bastards are making enough dough to buy your own dates. Unquote. <laughs> Another one, Rickenbacker heard one passenger who delighted in making a mis- life miserable for Eastern personnel and quite a, by coincidence happened to be sitting next to him on a flight. The minute Rickenbacker heard the man give his name, the alarm bell rang and the captain opened fire. Quote, I've been looking for you, you son of a bitch. You've been browbeating every person on this airline you've come in contact with, and by God, they don't deserve it. They're doing the best they can, and frankly, I don't care if you never fly this airline again. Amen. Later on, the passenger did apologize. I would say. Here's another quote from the uh, book, The Captain and the Colonel, written by Robert Sterling. Sterling. Yeah, Sterling, sorry. Captain Eddie told Brad Walker to never use the word safe in an Eastern advertisement. 
He said, quote, we can say air travel is reliable, but there is no such thing as absolute safety. The only time anyone is really safe is when he completely static. If you move, there's always a possibility of an accident, unquote. Another quote from the book, uh, an Eastern DC-3 pilot, when asked what kind of weather conditions he was encountering, said, quote, light rain outside, heavy rain inside, unquote. <laughs> the last quote is from the book, From the Captain to the Colonel, written by Robert Serling, is, I don't care what, uh, Captain, uh, quote, I don't care what uh, cover uh, the seats let me do this again. I don't care what you cover the seat with, as long as you cover them with asterisks. <laughs> Eddie Rickenbacker, CEO of Airlines, to the designers proudly showing off the seat covers designed for the first durable prop airliner to be operated in the U.S., Lockheed Electra. <laughs> you know, it's been yeah. a pleasure being able to bring you these fabulous music and great Eastern history today. Uh, Neil, you did another great uh, job well, this program. Oh, that was fabulous, really. You know, uh, gospel music, uh, I've enjoyed it uh, all my life. And uh, growing up uh, in a Baptist family, I was exposed to that type of music uh, in a book called The Broadman Hymnal, published by the Southern Baptist Convention. And uh, I've always enjoyed going back, reaching back. And uh, my wife, used to play the piano and played many songs out of that in Sunday school classes. And and uh, so we've always enjoyed gospel music. And so did a, a lot of singers, uh, celebrity singers, uh, the ones that you mentioned, Don, that, uh, that just beautiful. Re- recorded albums of them, sure, yeah. But you know... That, how great that out, you feel like... Crying, it's so, yeah. so beautiful. You know, when I was yeah. reading uh, uh, Rickenbacker quotes, it reminded me of something I saw probably the second day I ever worked for Eastern in Fort Lauderdale in a real small sea station. There was a couple of posters on the wall, quotations by Captain Eddie. And I remember the one that said, think through, then follow through. Yeah. yeah. And the one that I... Uh, it would help me out uh, in my tenure with Eastern was plan your work and work your plan. I never there forgot that. Yeah. No, that was on signs, Don. That, so much. Those were the signs that had a picture and, and the saying or the quote that you just said. And it said, uh, I think it says, Captain Eddie says. Yeah. And then yeah, the quote it below it. Yeah. Those were posters yeah. put around the property at Eastern. Uh, You know, from the captain to the colonel, uh, I'd like to mention also that I had the pleasure of meeting Robert Serling and uh, a great writer and wrote many of his brother's uh, episodes of The Twilight Zone. His brother was Robert. Oh, that's right. uh, Rod Serling, excuse me, Rod Serling. And and I had him on a flight from Atlanta to uh, Tucson where he lived. And he had just finished training as a Eastern flight attendant, and he wrote the book uh, Flight Attendant. But he wrote a couple of books that made movies. And uh, interesting man, uh, and glad I got to meet him. 
That's wonderful. Well, shall we uh, close this thing up, Neil? I think we ought to. Okay, well, that's our show for today, folks, and we hope you enjoyed the musical selections, a little history of the song and the news of Eastern back in the day when we look forward to going to work with a famous, fabulous company. We'll bring you more in the weeks to come. Keeping our Eastern family informed is of the greatest importance to this radio show, so please join us on Thursdays and every other Thursday when we broadcast from the Eastern Files and EAL Old Time Radio. Do you have a story or memory you'd like to share with our Eastern family? If so, we certainly want to hear from you. The Eastern Radio Show would like to broadcast it during one of our shows, either you sharing your memory live during a broadcast or send it to us and we'll broadcast the story on the air. You can send your request to host at EALradioshow.com. That's host at EALradioshow.com. We'll tell you what you need to do to have it heard on the radio show. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening, and on behalf of Captain Neil Holland, our producer, this is Don Gagnon saying, so long, Eastern family. We love you, Eastern. So long, Eastern. We certainly love you. And Don and Dorothy, thanks for being here. And I have some special bumper music for the sign-off of this gospel music. I think you'll enjoy it. Here we go. Come and listen in to the radio station Where the mighty host of heaven sings Turn the radio on Turn the radio on If you want to hear the songs of Zion Coming from the land of endless spring Get in touch with God Turn your radio on, turn your radio on, and listen to the music in the air. Turn the radio on, heaven's glory shares. Turn the lights down low, and listen to the master's radio. Get in touch with God, turn your radio on. Songs of fathers and mothers and the many friends gone on before. Turn the radio on. Turn your radio on. Some eternal morning we shall meet them over on the Hallelujah shore. Get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Listen to the music in the air. Thank you, Bonnie. I'm sure everybody enjoyed that. My daddy passed away when I was about nine. I guess I was just about nine years old. And and, uh, I can remember him playing fiddle. I can remember him singing certain songs. My mother has told me many times with tears in her eyes that this was my daddy's favorite song. It's called If We Never Meet Again. We'd certainly like to have you sing along again.
Well, that's our show, Don, Dorothy. Thanks for being with us. Bill, a great job. Thank that you. That was it terrific. Was it was fun. So appropriate. Good. I wonder what we're going to do next time for <laughs> our old time radio. Just keep thinking there. <laughs> you come up with some great ones. We love them. All right, we're going to go out of here. I'm going to turn that on <laughs> one more time, and we'll fade it out and close okay. the show out. Good. Come and listen in to the radio station where the mighty host of heaven sing. Turn the radio on. Turn the radio on. Turn the radio on. If you want to hear the songs of Zion coming from the land of endless spring, get in touch with God. Get in touch with God.